0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad
1: four nine six zero zero six three the number to get a hold of us here anytime the text line 630630. Uh Creston from Hinton just texted and said hey Jay and Andrew just want to let you know in Hinton we started the day at minus thirty three now up to minus eighteen it's t shirt weather so the <laughs> warm up is coming
0: well let's be honest you're if you're a Canadian you're pretty tough and. When it comes to weather, Uh, do you remember back in the day when Dairy Queen wasn't a restaurant? Like when, you know, it was a restaurant, but you walked to the window to order a burger. Well, they didn't have burgers. Remember the Dairy Queen when it was just a couple of windows and you would go up and order ice cream? Are you not that old? No. Oh, good for you. Yeah, there was a time. I
1: remember Dairy Queen when it used to serve hard ice cream.
0: Oh, I sort of remember that. Mm. Well, I mean, there was a time, Jalen and I, when A&W was drive up and roller skates. You know, did you remember mm-hmm.
1: that? At they, A&W? Yeah. Kind of.
0: So the I'm industry... Not, I'm
1: not sure Sault Ste. Marie had, or Belleville had an a and W. I'm
0: not sure if they did I either. I don't know if they
1: had an A&W.
0: But Dairy Queen, most, a lot of Dairy Queens, before they became... A sort of a more of a restaurant yeah. where simply you just walked up to the window, ordered your ice cream, they handed you the ice cream through the window, right? And even in these kind of temperatures, you wonder, well, how does a business like yeah. that stay alive? And that's the reason I'm sure that they became a restaurant instead. But even in this weather, you would see Canadians lined up to get their ice cream. And I, oh. as a kid, I would look at it and just go, "Man, this is a tough country."
2: Well,
1: what it a- is? <laughs> I mean, as long. Okay, as long as there's not I, you know what I can deal with minus thirty. Mm-hmm. As long as there's not a wind chill, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. the wind chill. I find it, you get that little bit of a breeze, it's brutal. The, I, I, I thought it was a. Tough girl growing up in northern Ontario, sure, right, living in Sioux Saint Marie, then uh, you know Thunder Bay until I moved to Regina. And well, there's no
0: wind block in Saskatchewan. No, right? so. and
1: I can remember being out there, being a reporter, doing a stand up, and it was like minus forty five or something stupid, minus forty five, minus fifty <laughs> with the windshield chill. And I'm like, why am I outside talking?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This because your mouth doesn't work. You know, I have enough trouble getting it to work inside half the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you know it's funny. Back it's like before, stupid. Back before I joined. Oh,
1: hey, it's cold outside. Let's put the reporter outside to tell everybody how cold it is. Wow. We know.
0: I can see that you haven't got. Well, it's kind
1: of. It's kind of like putting the reporter. Down on the beach in a hurricane.
0: Which, by the way, are some of the best videos on YouTube. <laughs> and you know what? Either way, it, videos of guys or girls getting blown away during a weather forecast or a weather broadcast are absolutely mm. high, hilarious. But also funny are those dangerous. ones. Dangerous. Well, did you see the one from, I don't remember which storm it was, but recently in the last few months, where the guy is like fighting the wind and he's holding onto his hat and it's obvious, you know, you're using a dangerous place, right? And then two guys just he walk was, by.
1: Yeah, he was famous faking
0: it. Yeah. Not Ah. good in this day and age. Not Ah. good.
1: Don't fake it, people.
0: No, because we're all denying these (laughs) accusations that there's (laughs) any such thing as fake news. So let's not be creating it.
1: Uh, We're just waiting for Councillor Pequette to call us. He's just wrapping up a meeting, and it looks like there has been some changes made regarding to the central LRT um, with uh, the cold weather over the next few days. Um, Apparently... um, City Council has agreed to open Central LRT Station 24-7 for the next seven days. No, I've and rep- I know Councillor Paquette, uh, there he is, uh, was, was uh, you know, pushing for this. Yeah. And also, you know, let's come up with a policy. Let's come up with a, a better policy. Because right now, uh, well, we'll talk about it here in a second. I think, whoa, oh, there's two lines calling in here. Oh, my goodness. Aaron Paquette's all over the place. <laughs>
0: Are we sure we booked the right Aaron Paquette? There he is. Not a singer or anything. No, no, here we go. All right. Hi, Councillor I had to do a vote. Yeah, oh, well, no worries.
1: <laughs> how you doing, Councillor Paquette? Great, how are you? Oh, not bad. So we've been talking about this, and, you know, as this continues on, the, the, the question about why the central LRT wasn't open 24-7, and right now, just to explain it a little bit, and we've been talking about it in the newscast, Homeward Trust, that organization in Edmonton, focused on ending homelessness in Edmonton, says when shelters are above 90% of their capacity and temps, temps are below minus 20, all alternative spaces might be opened and right now though they say there is shelter space to access and that's why uh central lrt hadn't been opened but what i understand is that things have just changed aaron
2: right yes so what's going on well yesterday um uh, i indicated that i was going to be making a motion today uh Mm -hmm. it was the fastest we could get it on council and um so we had that all lined up and then what happened is over the lunch hour uh administration decided you know maybe we don't need a motion to do this we'll just open up lrt for the next uh seven days so the motion i did make <laughs> was uh saying well great but now let's have an actual policy so that we never find ourselves in that situation again so
1: does, i'm sorry andrew no, so right. right now edmonton doesn't have a policy in place it's homeward trusts policy uh
2: That's the way it was, yeah. Uh, That's changing now, and uh, I'm as surprised as you are, Uh, because I, like many Edmontonians, just assumed that, of course, the LRT stations would be open in extreme weather. But apparently they needed uh, some indication that for shelter beds, they had to be 90% full before that was triggered. It's Which,
0: like finding out that Edmonton has a flag. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's never... Does that routinely happen? Because I, a Homer Trust is saying that um, they haven't been at that 90% uh, through many cold snaps.
2: Right. And that's, that's kind of the problem. That's why we need our own policy. Because how are people who uh, are in extreme weather, um, how are they supposed to know that, oh, you know what? You actually can't access that LRT station because you have to go and fill up a shelter bed before we trigger that door to be open mm. right like it um just doesn't it didn't make a lot of sense i can see from an administrative point of view when you're administrating resources why it makes sense on that level but for a normal human being in extreme circumstances um it's pretty hard to explain that
1: So what does this mean for resources and staffing? Because I think right now the uh, LRT or that one anyway what 21 out of 24 hours uh, of the day. There's going to have to be some additional staffing. Do you know what that looks like, Aaron?
2: Right. Um, Well, that's that's one thing that we're looking at. It's probably like an extra two staff per station if we have more than one station. And um, so there is a little bit of an extra cost. But weigh that cost to the cost of not doing anything. And uh, it actually ends up being a little bit uh, less expensive. Um, and more humanitarian than finding someone
0: Mm -hmm. frozen ice cold. For sure. Um, You know, uh, from time to time, a new expression sort of enters our vernacular, and I think the new one on this is unintended consequences, Mm -hmm. and I suspect (laughs) that we're going to be hearing this more and more when it comes to city, but Homer Trust saying there are unintended consequences, though, to opening up LRT stations, which could be understaffing, which could be the safety of other individuals, could be um, that the individuals who would typically go to a shelter conduct themselves differently uh, when they're not as supervised. Uh, What about the unintended consequences?
2: Right well it is something to think about and let's remember that opening up LRT that is a last resort. That is an act that says we don't have anything left in the bag. The, The last thing we can do and that we should do is at least people a place where they can get out of the elements the unintended consequence of that is of course you know some of these people who need to access the space maybe they've had a rough time maybe they uh, uh do not have great anger management skills or maybe they haven't uh maybe they maybe they require some sort of um mental health care those are the unintended consequences. The intended consequences, however, mm-hmm. is that no one dies on our yeah. watch. Yeah,
1: and we've already had one death uh, because yeah. of this uh, this cold weather. So, um, ask me how acceptable that is. Well, it's completely unacceptable, Aaron. Um, yeah, yeah, it's completely unacceptable. So, um, this motion um, that you've still asked um, this formalized policy by the end of the second quarter of this year. Uh, what do you? you know, what does that look like to you? What does that policy look like to you?
2: Well, we're going to find out uh, what I'd like to see is that we actually have a strategy uh, that uh, allows us to uh, say, look, when it's maybe minus 20 or one show with minus 20, we automatically open these doors for folks. We have the resources available that we set aside to ensure that people not only are safe, but that helping organizations can actually access the places, uh, the LRT stations and say, listen, we've got a warmer bed. We've got coffee. We've got a bit of food. Why don't you come over? We've got this van. We'll take you to a better spot. You know, maybe we also include in that the idea that we've been working on for a decade to end homelessness. Mm. It costs us more money to have people homeless in our streets than it costs to deal with the situation. But just from a matter of uh, financial responsibility this is something that we should solve
0: uh, why not open up all the LRTs 24 hours I think we should I do too
2: yeah but... I mean because it's not just homeless people what if you're up early or you're out uh, late after work and you don't have the LRT station open and it's colder way colder than you thought it was gonna be mm-hmm you know, what? one thing we don't have statistics for is how many people are in the hospital due to frostbite, mm. you know, getting amputations, have gangrene, you know, the list goes on.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, I when I heard about this, and of course it was about the homeless, but yeah, I thought about the number of times that my son has phoned me after an evening out with his friends to say, I can't get picked up or by... Can't get a cab. Yeah, I can't, can't get a cab whatever. or can't get an Uber. Can't get
2: a cab and you're outside, bars are closed, no one's open. Yeah. Right you want at least to know that there's one spot, some sort of expectation of consistency, one spot that the city provides. You know, Aaron,
0: I'll give you full permission to laugh at what I'm about to ask you. (laughs) Uh, Or roll your eyes if you like. It's radio, so I won't see it. Um, But, you know, when dealing with uh, situations like homelessness or, you know, what can we do to uh, provide better service or to get them off the streets, like opening up the LRT, my question in the back of my mind is always... Have we asked the homeless? Right. You know, and, has
2: anybody? What, what do
1: they want? What's yeah, best what, for them what, right what do now? They
2: a ask that's a great question. Okay. And the answer is yes. Um, we have uh, REACH that has done enormous amounts of work talking to people who are homeless, asking what they hope to see, what they want, what they need. And the answers are as varied as there are individuals. Mm-hmm. But one thing that's uh, coming out clear is that they just want a chance. Do you know how hard it is to get a job, to keep a job, or to take care of yourself if you don't even have a home base. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something that people forget, like, yeah. people aren't homeless, for the, For by and large, for the most part. Sure, you can pick out some, some outliers, but people aren't homeless by choice. Mm, yeah.
1: So many layers uh, often oh, to uh, yeah. the homelessness
2: And it could uh, be issue. any one of us. You know, yeah. I liken it to a bridge. Imagine you've got uh, a suspension bridge. It's got some gaps in it. Most of us can leap over those gaps quite easily, or we can help our loved ones or someone else to leap over. But some people can't, and they fall through those cracks. And if we're lucky, someone reaches down right after they're falling and grabs them by the hand. But sometimes we miss them. Yep. Well, Aaron, and good really, push. the solution is let's just fill those gaps. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Well, we all want to get to that other side together.
1: Aaron, good push on this one, and uh, glad to hear that uh, the Central LLT, LRT has uh, been open twenty-four-seven for the next seven days. That is good news, as that forecast looks uh, still chilly for the next uh, few ones. You know, maybe have yeah. to ask this one before he let you go, Aaron, because I know some of our friends are texting in about how icy the roads are. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah it was
2: cold weather. You know what? We're a winter city we're gonna have some icy roads uh, but i before i go i want to tell you i want to give full credit to the rest of council and to administration for moving in government terms waiting fast
0: on this one okay, on this yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely i was surprised honestly
1: now if we could get more yeah. sanders on the road yeah go yeah. on aaron
2: that's right <laughs> I, next up that <laughs> sounds
1: good <laughs> Ward uh for city councillor aaron paquette joining us this afternoon thank you for taking the time appreciate it aaron thank you we'll talk to you soon thank you so much it's three twenty. Uh, lots of support for uh, on the text line right now for opening up that uh, LRT line in this uh, cold weather. just plain and simple seems to to make sense. So um, that, again, for the next uh, seven days, twenty four seven central line will be open. And again, thanks to Aaron Paquette for letting us know uh, about that. Uh, we're still actually i think is this is shaking down tomorrow and just so you know we talked about it yesterday and i think we are we're just firming up I, I think the final couple but you can still probably try to get in on it we have this not so newlywed game that's going to happen right here on this show So tell me more about this. our show okay this show <laughs> this, this show, radio show this that radio we do. show yeah. that we do um and we're inviting three couples into the studio tomorrow afternoon to play the not so newlywed game against Jalen and Andrew. So I am yeah. Apparently married (laughs) couples are going up against us for some reason, but Okay. um, we're gonna ask you five questions, see if the answers match. It's like the old newlywed game. And they're gonna have to there we have questions coming for us as well. So you But we don't know. Yeah, we don't know about them. Can Um, I just
0: say and
1: you have to answer questions about me and I have to answer questions
0: about you. I I think it's conceivable I'm not saying that it's probable, but I think it's conceivable that you and I talk to each other more, more than a lot of couples talk to mm-hmm. each other, including, I, I think probably, in fact, I'll, I'll just go on record as saying, I do talk to you more than I talk to my wife. There, you know, we talk throughout the day, but four hours, both on and off the air every day.
1: When you think about it, yeah. Yeah. by the time I get home from work, it's 6.30, quarter to seven. I'm yeah. usually in bed by nine, thirty, ten. 10. Right.
0: Yeah. But that's not to say that I've taken as uh, an interest in what you were saying. So I may oh, not yeah, know. Oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> I may oh, not know I, the answers. Oh,
1: I know that. We all know that one. Up uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for tickets. Up uh, for grabs is uh, for date night. Uh, tickets to Cirque du Soleil's Crystal on February 13th.
0: Mm, that's going to so, be a great show. That's the Cirque show on ice. On ice. Yeah.
1: Really. Okay, let's take it up a notch. Let's uh, put see. Everyone on Blades.
0: Yeah, now the Circus on Ice, uh, that is not to be confused with Oilers. And we have that coming up tonight.
1: <laughs> or the intersection of 51st and Calgary Trail. Uh,
0: another Circus. There's
1: another Circus right there.
0: Uh, yeah, or 23rd and 199th. You're gone Thursday and Friday. I'm thinking about a reason to book uh, Jack Michaels on the show because I so enjoy talking to Jack. Uh, maybe you know. I mean, want- Jack... Well, Jack, I mean, I, the great thing about
1: Jack is... Jack, yes, one question yeah. and he's got the best answer that goes on forever and ever. I, I've thought and great about. Hair. Yeah, uh, and absolutely.
0: Great hair. And you know who also falls in that category? Uh, our mayor, Don Iverson. If we were to do a roundtable <laughs> on Thursday with Don Iverson and Jack Michaels, I think that might cover Thursday and Friday. You
1: would probably, you would definitely have to start it at two
0: and go yeah. right through to six. P- perhaps pre-tape that and cut it up for commercials. Jack Michaels is one of the best guests. Yeah. ever. I love talking to him. Well, you know, I, I could tell you why, but I feel like maybe I should tell Jack. Jack never makes me feel stupid for asking a mm-hmm. question, mm-hmm. and these sports guys know so much about the mm-hmm. teams and the analytics guys and the uh, you know, he never makes you feel like you should know that. I thought
1: I was I was worried for his health listening to the game on Saturday. Oh. He was just like oh, God, God, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, that texted, one big vein is just like, Jack, pulsating. You okay? <laughs> All right. <sighs> Well, then text him.
0: Well, I will, but I just I don't want to take advantage of his good nature because I know he'll agree. And I don't have a specific reason to talk to him. They're I just really in, enjoy talking to him. They're in Minnesota. Minnesota, hey. Well, they're Minnesota. in Edmonton tonight because they're playing in Chicago. You're talking about where they will be?
1: Yeah, the Oilers at Minnesota on Thursday.
0: Okay, so maybe a Friday conversation. Oh, he might be traveling. Well, anyway, I shouldn't know, be anyway, booking the show live on here. air. Talking, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out.
1: Okay, when we come back, we're going to delve into this uh, this cryptocurrency mm-hmm. story. Just bizarre. Uh, all that and more coming up.
0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.